Blessings and peace on another day in paradise. So today we're coming a little different right now. Right now, I'm working out currently. I'm riding a bike. I experienced slight injury about two to three weeks ago with my Achilles. It's been a on and off issue since high school, but even then, you know, it's all about perseverance when it comes to fighting your battles. So I'm going to start off with a Bible verse today. Colossians chapter 4 through 6, coming from the King James Version. And it reads as such. Let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that ye may know how ye ought to answer every man. Let your speech be always with grace, Season with salt, that ye may know how ye ought to answer every man. And with that, we're going to jump straight into it. The topic I hand today is simple. The skill of assessing yourself. But that Bible verse, I could think of myself in many situations Especially situations that I could say that have happened to me in the recent past, the recent months, I could say, I've learned the skill of silence. During Lent, I always try to get a day of silencing or at least a time frame or a period where I don't say anything to anybody. And I'm going to be honest with you, the biggest thing that I learned through that, through the experience is that sometimes for myself, I may just be talking way too much and not really dissecting what I'm saying. See, I was always taught that if you don't got nothing nice to say about somebody, you best not say it to them. But I say this too, though. Sometimes... The right approach may just be silence. I'll speak for myself on this now, too, because it may come across as disrespectful to somebody. It may rub somebody the wrong way when you don't say anything back to them. But at the end of the day, though, if you're able to evaluate the words before they come out your mouth, You'll be able to see for yourself what you really have in mind to say. Because once you say it, you can't take it back. It's one of those things, once it leaves your mouth, you really got to understand now it's out there. It's out there in the atmosphere for everybody and their moms to hear in that vicinity. Or say you posting on social media. Shout out to Kira Brown. Lovely Kira Brown. Shout out to you. I talk to her all the time about social media and social media being an outlet to essentially snitch on yourself. There's things that I, I have seen. I haven't been on social media for a certain period of time. That I, I honestly lost track. I don't know how many. It's definitely been at least a year and a half, if not two, going on two, which is crazy to think about. In the sense that in a world of social media, I just don't got it and I'm cool in it. 
I've learned more outside of social media than I did within. I had to realize for myself that social media was a distraction. It was something distracting me from what I already knew and what I needed to enhance for my life, for the people around me. So again, the topic at hand today is simple. Assessing yourself. And I like to start off with a pinpoint of internal healing. So what does internal healing mean? Well, we know the two words internal and external. You have the outside factors and you have the inside factors, right? What I love so much about the verse of today is that it focuses on the internal aspect of a human being, a person. Because the feelings that we keep bulged up inside may come out in an outburst that we never thought would happen. But we have to assess that in a healthy matter. Now, a healthy matter doesn't always mean that you, you know, you go to silence. Because that's not always the answer. You feel me? There's going to be times where you need to speak up and make sure that your point is heard. But at the same time, an empty vessel makes a lot of noise. An empty vessel makes a lot of noise. So again, internal healing. Making sure that we're going to the root. Because the root is very important. You have to go to the root cause of why you're feeling like that. Why are you having these thoughts? You feel me? Because they didn't come out of nowhere. They didn't come out of nowhere and everybody is different. In the sense that everybody's makeup, genetic makeup is literally different. So that will only coincide with the fact that if you look differently on the outside, the internal has to be different as well. Not to say that you're not made of the same biological and chemical compounds that make us what we are. But it is to say, though, that those compounds may be constructed in a different way than he and she. How can you distinguish between a male and a female, correct? That's a biological and chemical difference. Though we are, of course, our people, right? But again, internal healing, everybody goes through something, and only you can be able to assess that. That's a conversation between you and God, because God know it all. I definitely don't know it all, because if we knew it all, there'd be no point. There'd be no point to the trials. There'd be no point to the test of our faith, because if you have faith, it's going to be tested. The same way in school, right? You go through a whole school year, and at the end of the year, they give you a final exam to assess you on what you have learned throughout the year. Don't get me wrong. A lot of the times, these, these exams, I remember taking the, um, I took a Regents in sixth grade. I took an Earth Science Regents in sixth grade. And if you're from, I, I actually think it's a New York thing. And I can only speak from my experience in a way, but I think I talked to some of my friends outside of the state, and a lot of people don't know what Regents are. Regents is an exam that you take in high school. It's a big exam, and there's multiple subjects that you're getting tested on. And it's just a time period where, to be honest, I felt that a lot of people were stressing. Like, I went to a boarding school, so I didn't have to take Regents. But I remember all my friends being like, dang, I got to take Regents today. 
anywhere. At the end of the year, you get this big exam and it assesses your knowledge. The same way that that's happening is the same way you got to assess yourself. You got to give yourself an exam. So right now, nothing in a million years, what I think right now, that I'll be working on doing a podcast. I kid you not, I was going back and forth for myself before this to say, you know, am I going to be able to do this? Should I do this? You know, worrying about things that I, reality, didn't even have to worry about. But then I could go back to myself and understand the internal healing that I have went through and I will continue to go through is to always push myself to know that I only fear the most high. So everything else is just merely a test from the most high. So to put myself in a situation that's going to help me grow, that's what we all need to do eternally here. The best way I could put it is don't put a band-aid on a gunshot wound. You know what I'm saying? That's the best way to put it. Life is a door of lessons. The key is to learn from them. I repeat, life is a door of lessons. And the key is to learn from them. In the previous podcast, I talked about the application and the knowledge tying back into the allegorical meaning of the bull being in your court. Similar to this in the sense that you have to apply everything that you know in order to grow. But that starts within. It has to start within. Doesn't mean that the outside factors won't play their part. But the inside factors are playing their part too. That's what makes everything mesh around us. Okay. So, the last time that I had been up to date with my podcast, I was looking at the time frame in which I had subconsciously taken off for myself. It was about two months, about two and a half months since I had made a podcast. And I was like, yo, that's a long time. But that time frame I needed, I needed that necessary hiatus to take. So take a hiatus if you need to. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the times, I say for myself, I'm a ball player. I've always been a ball player since I touched the ball in high school. Fun fact about me is my first love when it came to sports was baseball. I used to be a baseball head. When I tell you to the point where I knew all the stats. I loved the Yankees, so I knew all the players on the Yankees. I knew all their on-base percentage, slugging percentage, ERA of the pitchers. It, it was ridiculous. It, it was actually ridiculous how much I knew about the sport. But then... I, I, I went through a whole bunch of test periods of sports because during one of my practices for baseball, I got hit in the head with the ball in the outfield. Partly my fault, but then again, who am I to say that, you know, it didn't happen for a reason. I got punched with that ball. The ball left an imprint on my head, and I remember, I can honestly say that was the first time I ever blacked out. I don't really remember too much. I just remember, like, laying there, my father and the coaches coming around. And it was kind of like an echo I was hearing. Because I really don't recall. Like, I really am just kind of trying to make it make sense in a way. And I remember being there, getting over to the sideline. It was a beautiful day. Beautiful day. Like, 
if you have ever played baseball, you know how, like, there's a transitioning period into spring, into, like, the summer vibes. I've never played travel baseball, but I believe, yo, summertime is probably lit. Any baseball, any baseball player, they probably, yo, that's a lit time. But there's a transitioning period between the spring, like the winter, spring, summer. And that's what I loved about baseball, because that's when you got to really see the weather. There'd be times where I'd be in practice, thermals, two, three thermals, and the outfield still cold. And then I was able to start taking off them layers. And the taking off the layers goes back to the assessing yourself. Being able to take over layers from your life to unfold who you truly are. That's God's gift to all of us because we are God's creation. We all come from the most high. And if we come from the most high, the creator of all things, we got to understand we are ridiculous. If you are a creation from the creator, there's no ifs, ands, or buts to understand that the layers that make you, you, are specifically designed for you. I can't do what she do. I can't do what he do. I can't do what they do. Not to say that I can't have the ability to do these things, but am I going to do it the same way that you do it, right? And that's the skill of assessing yourself to understand that, yes, you are very much so different. You are the one in a million. She is the one in a million. He is the one in a million. They are the one in a million. So back to baseball, when I got hit in my head, I stopped. I stopped playing. I stopped playing baseball. I used to love going to baseball games when I was a kid. Absolutely adored going to Yankees games. My mother's boss. My mother's boss used to get us tickets to the game because, you know, you know, I was a baseball player at that time. So we used to get these top-notch seats. Top-notch seats. Like the Yankees, I give all credit to the Yankee establishment organization because they take care of their fans. You feel me? I was able to really get a view of, you know, how life really treats certain people. And when I say life, I'm talking about the life in which we know it when it comes to monetary value materialistic wealth, things like this. And there's nothing wrong with that, you feel me? There's genuinely actually nothing wrong with that, you feel me? Because everybody has some type of material. And the material, the materialistic wealth goes beyond what you can touch. I'm a firm believer that everybody is the money. The money does not make any of us. 